First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. What is it? So amazing. Amazing. Whoa, amazing. What are you waiting for? Something amazing, I guess. It's on something amazing. We're back. Hello. Happy New Year. We have some amazing facts for you. You'd hope so, because that's what this podcast is about. The Consumer Electronics Show happened in Vegas. I'm not going to tell you the best things that happened there. I'm going to tell you the most absurd technologies that are yet to come. I've been to America, and I bring back a field report from the space place, NASA. I hope I get a present. Hey. (laughs) Spaceships and so much more this week on Something Something Amazing. We're back! Merry New Year! Happy New Year, Amberly Cole. <laughs> Merry New Year to you too, Matt Saracini. Um, this is something amazing. Uh, if you're new, welcome, of course. Well, they would have clicked on the title. Yeah. They know what it's called. Yeah, okay, but... They <laughs> that, w- would, that would be at least what they know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, further to what you already know then. Uh, this is a podcast where me, Matt, and you, Amberly, Yes. Uh, we sit down once a week. It's been a few weeks off, but usually <laughs> once a week. And it won't be once a week next week because you're going you're to... You're confusing everyone. That's fringe. Anyway, uh, we sit down mostly once a week, to <laughs> share a fact, a tidbit, a story, something we heard on the street, something someone's emailed us, uh, and it only has one rule, that it has to be something, something amazing. amazing. Uh, yeah, so we've been we've had a little bit of a break. Oh, we had to have a summer holiday. How has how, how, ch- how, how you? How is you? Um, <laughs> we haven't had a chance to catch up yet. No, so. I like walked into your door and you're like, sit down, sit down, get in front of this microphone. Let's go. That's how our friendship is, has devolved. Yes, <laughs> straight into, if it's not recorded, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, how was your summer? How was yeah, Christmas? Yeah, well, I went to America, so it was my winter, really. Oh, uh, did you see snow? Yeah, yeah, we went to Colorado to ski, so we saw some okay. snow. Lucky. And like everyone was like, dude, like global warming, this is the least snow ever. And I was like, that's very sad, but this is the most snow I've ever, ever seen. seen. So it's very exciting for me. Had you seen snow before that trip at all? Yes, uh, uh, in Germany, but not like this this much. Like, this was like a mountain full of snow. Ski or snowboard? Ski. And I fell down so much. I sprained my rib. I got like whiplash on my... I fell down, I think, 15 times in five days. Wow. Okay. <laughs> maybe some kind of... Because I'm like a, a giant human. Yeah. When I fall down, like people can just like get back up. But me, it's like a... It's a big to-do. A lumbering It takes end. really long. And sometimes I'd fall down on like a really steep hill. And I realized that if I, instead of getting up, I could just like slide down for a bit. So I was a big, a big component of my skiing was just... Just me sitting and sliding down hills. Oh, that I completely empathise with that because when I went skiing <laughs> yeah. recently, like we went on the scary bit, so it's yeah, like yeah. easy, 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 and then intermediate. But there is a big jump between yeah, easy like and we did greens and blues. That's yeah. all I got up to. It was so, blues. So it was a blue, and we rounded this corner, and I was like, no way am I going to be able to do this. Anyway, as usual, fell down. Yep. 
But at then, least you're short. You can pop back up. Well, I managed to keep my, my skis on and my poles in my hand. Yeah. And I was just sliding down the mountain. <laughs> it's so fun. Going towards where I needed to go. And yes. so I just put one fist under my chin <laughs> and just crossed my legs behind me. And then just went it's for a, a little water slide. ride down the, <laughs> down the mountain. And there were chairlifts going above me. Yeah, yeah. And... It was kind of at a bit where a new uh, piece of visibility came if you're on the chairlift. So yeah. I was. Where like was the, this, by the way? Uh, it was in Mount Hotham. Where's so, that? In Victoria. Oh, okay. So it was like the I was like the first thing you saw after <laughs> you like kind of went over this now, little like, ridge. That bit. dude's chill. And then, <laughs> well, I could hear a new set of people laughing each chair <laughs> that came across, and I was. I do not care. Yeah. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Laugh away. I'm <laughs> I don't have to go down life. this scary bit. I'm getting to where I need to go yeah. in a leisurely pace. It was great. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. And I definitely pushed the old comfort risk zone because I even went on intermediate skis this time, which are faster. Last oh. time, I've only skied once before and I went beginner skis last time. It's really scary. And this time I went intermediate skis. It was so fast. And because of the like global warming, it was like very icy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm very brave. You're, you're very brave. Amazing. Uh, what did you? What else did you do on your trip? Uh, I also went to Houston. NASA. Uh, went to NASA, NASA for you. Yes, that was really fun. I was you didn't to, go for me. Oh, no, it was, I went for me. And also... <laughs> To get astronaut ice cream and a t-shirt, but uh, and what's I also astronaut ice cream like? Um, it's like uh, de- I haven't e- eaten it. I oh. bought it for presents. Oh, great! Uh, so you bring some around then, I guess. Yep. Wait, why are you making that face? <laughs> no, it's why uh, are you making that? I face? bought some for presents, but I didn't buy one for you. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that why? Yeah. <laughs> All right. But I bought you a different present, uh, okay. which we'll get into why later. Why can't I have some astronaut ice cream? You. Because I didn't, I didn't, I bought you a different present. Okay, all right, now I'm back in. <laughs> but I forgot to bring it. Is it a shirt? Because I asked for no, a shirt. No, it's not a shirt. It's okay. better. It's okay. it's so good. And the fact I didn't bring it makes me so <laughs> mad. Because also I have some audio that I recorded from when I was at NASA. Because I was going around trying to find amazing things. And I sort of give away the present at the end. <laughs> and I was hoping for this like podcast moment where we finish it. And I'm like, and here's your present. And then I'd give it to you and you'd be like... Wow. And everyone listening would be like, what a perfect segue. (laughs) Are you pretending that you don't have the present so you can still have that moment? No, I 100% (laughs) don't have the present. All right. Well, you don't come here for a professional podcast (laughs) with lovely podcast moments. But the... the still amazing what 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 i discovered what am i gonna just hear it and then you're just gonna tell me what it was well no it's it's hard to explain until you hear it let's do do you want to start with the nasa clip because that can be one of my amazing facts because i I went to nasa and i recorded while i was there absolutely that's amazing so it's something amazing on the road yes just a warning yes uh there's some plosive peas that you're about to get you didn't have your pop shield. Didn't have my pop shield on my <laughs> iPhone. Uh, so That's okay, because when you did the little um, ad for relationship at yeah. the, the front of our Christmas episode, yes. the same thing happened. Pa-pa-pa-pa. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how are you eating your phone? Are I you do just- love a good yummy iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> just cover it in Spaceman ice cream and then have a chow it's down. It's definitely called Spaceman ice cream. <laughs> Okay, space person ice cream. Yeah, I'm very thank woke. You. <laughs> um, can I have a listen? Yeah, here you go. Hello, Matt Saracini. This is Amber Cull. Um, something amazing on the road. I'm currently at NASA. I'm having a NASA. look around. Touched a moon rock. It's very cool. Lots of space. Lots of robotics. Everything you love. I'm going to look around and see if I can find <laughs> the most amazing fact around here, which will be very hard because it's all pretty amazing because space and robots and 
this space. All right, on the look. Okay, first thing, not super amazing, but very interesting. Did you know that American astronauts are called astronauts, but Russian astronauts are called cosmonauts? Yes. That's pretty fun. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> Here we go. Robonaut. Robonaut is a humanoid robot that is designed to assist or replace an astronaut conducting a spacewalk. Setting up a worksite can consume up to one third of the time an astronaut spends on a extra vehicle activity. Um, so a robonaut can assist the astronauts by performing these duties before the astronaut has finished putting their suit on. Very good. good robot. Robonaut is designed to be operated from a distance using a telepresence. The operator receives visual information <laughs> from cameras mounted on Robonaut's helmet. And the visual information is transferred to a head-mounted display on the operator who controls Robonaut by moving his head and hands. Uh, Robonaut's hands are designed to work with tools that are already in use by astronauts. The design of the hand includes four fingers and an opposable thumb, classic hand, uh, so it can interact with tools just like a suited astronaut. So this is one of the astronauts. I've seen a few. They're working on this new one called Valkyrie that is really awesome, but Robonaut is, like, pretty jacked. He's, like, even got fake abs. <laughs> Good job, NASA. And I think he would very much like him. Not as sweet as uh, Shimon, but very cool. So we're in this room where they show um, what it looks like inside the International Space Station, and there are lots of creepy models that are moving and turning around. But something we learnt about... Um, the astronauts in space is that when you're in space, you lose bone density and muscle. So you have to exercise two hours every day. Um, and even when you come back, you're going to be weaker and have less bones. It's like an accelerated age process. So you have to exercise all the time and you don't get anything out of it. But I mean, you get to be in space, I guess. And you get to be an astronaut. So, you know, leaps and bounds. No, ebbs and troughs. What is, I, I don't know what the saying is. Ebbs and flows. Leaps and troughs. Ebbs and flows. I'm going space crazy. Okay, and for the coolest thing of all, the Houston Space Center's motto is do something amazing. Like, very fitting. That's great. We are doing something amazing. So, right now. segue to the present was, you know when you go to places and you can get one of those, like, coins? You, like, do the... Yeah, yeah, turn yeah. And you get a coin out. I got you a, this gold coin that says, like, do- Houston Space Station on it with a rocket and underneath it says, do, do something, something amazing. amazing. That is a wonderful present. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> but I forgot it. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I mean, I have it in my life. You'll get it eventually, just not right now. Oh, so you're not tricking? No. This isn't like a a WhatsApp behind your ear? No. It's a space coin? But it's not like I left it in Houston. Do it at the end of the episode. I'm not. I got it. Also, the fact that you. love showmanship. You do love showmanship. You love showmanship in the fact you thought that was an interactive segment. I couldn't hear you. (laughs) I'm bantering with past Amberly. Um. Wow. Okay. There's so much to unpack in there. First yeah. of all, Robonaut. Yeah. Love. Love the facts. Uh, they ri- literally gave him abs. I know. I know. Like, <laughs> Which, why did they have to do that? And why did you follow that up with saying you would really like this? Because <laughs> you like robots. Okay, not abs. Well, do you? I, I would like. What's to your have thoughts abs. about abs? I'd love some. Nothing wrong with abs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was cool. Yeah. I can't believe it's do something amazing. Right. Uh, Evs and flows. Thank you. Peaks and troughs. All right. You kind of mix we the two together. 
Um, that was great. Leaps and bounds. Leaps and bounds. <laughs> um, that was great. I actually got to touch a rock that was on the moon. Yeah. What, what did they just let anyone? So there's touch like it? a yeah. There's just like an exhibit where you can go and touch a moon rock. So you're actually touching like the fingers of a million other people. But yeah, <laughs> you know, all the time on the internet, you can buy meteorites. Ah. And oh, here's some space rock. And I always go, how would you know? Yeah, it's like when people buy each other's stars. Yeah, oh, that's the biggest <laughs> scam. It's yeah. such a scam. Okay, should I do some amazing things that happened in the holidays? Yeah, is that is that what you're doing this time? Or like things that have happened since we last have seen each other? Yeah, well... Not necessarily to you. No, But no. in the world. I'll, I'll, have a, I'll rack my brains for something amazing <laughs> that happened to me personally. Oh, I went to Adventure World. Oh, the Australian theme park? Yeah, amazing. Perth only roller coaster. Well, I'm off to Perth tomorrow, so... <laughs> it's amazing. It's got so much better. Go on the Kraken. It's the best water oh, slide. Oh, no, I've been on the Kraken. It's I've, great. It's the best water slide and I've ever like, been on. And they have a good uh, roller coaster that's, like, scary, spooky, a spooky one. Yeah, the they, they were and great. it literally goes straight up, so you are sitting as if... If you imagine sitting on a chair... Matt, nobody is going to adventure who <laughs> listens to this. Case, just in case. <laughs> you imagine sitting on a chair and we're then not the back even of the Sponsored by them. It's just face is like level with the ground. So you're just going straight up in the air and then it's a pure plunge. It's the only feeling that I've had of of plunging directly towards the ground because I never sky dived. Yep, skydiving. <laughs> no, I've never done that. Well, have we talked about this before, how like Melbourne has the oldest roller coaster, which is like... The Luna Park one? Yeah, which is like not a thing you should be celebrating. Yeah. Like, why do I want to go on that? I guess it's most days without an accident, so that's good. Yeah, good job. <laughs> um, anyway, as we were about to go on one of the rides on an adventure, which is it was called the Goliath, it's basically a big pendulum where oh, you... Oh, no, it's a bit you, sicky. Yeah, it's a real... No, actually, it was more swinging than sicky. The Rampage was a sicky. Oh, yeah, that rampage. Um, but this one was more like, woo, woo. Uh, anyway, as we we're about to go on it, my friend couldn't help but point out that there was a ride in America exactly like this one where the whole bit where all the people were broke off Uh-oh. and just like flew into the crowd. <gasps> did people die? Of course they did. Oh, yeah, it sounds like it yeah, would be. <laughs> of course they did. And like, why would you bring that up in the line? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what amazing things have happened. Okay, so there's a festival which is... My wet dream. It is mm-hmm. made for tech nerds. Is this where the people molested the robot? What? Where the people molested oh, no, the that sex was robot? Like, that was Sexpo. That was like a sex exhibition. Oh, I exhibition. thought it was like a robot exhibition. No, it was a sex exhibition uh, where they were like, look at our robots. That makes more sense. Like the molesting makes more sense then. <laughs> it's not excusable though. No. Just to be clear. We're not. <laughs> that we're poor not robot was traumatized. <laughs> it's fine. If you haven't listened to past episodes, we're, we're talking about, yeah. I think the actual title of that episode was Sex Robots, so you can find oh, it there really you go. easy. easy. Um, so, anyway, the Consumer Electronics Show. Mm-hmm. So, it's where or anyone who makes any gadget, gizmo, whirly gig, whatever, <laughs> uh, goes... Hootenanny, doodlebop. Exactly, to Las Vegas and Ooh. they... Um, City of Sin. <laughs> <laughs> City of Electronics, uh, and they put it on in a big shed. City of Electronics, sin. And it's like where Samsung will go, here's our new TV, mm-hmm. or LG will go, here's our new TV. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but also you get little startups or people with their crazy ideas. And so I found an article, which is the five worst things. Oh, that's amazing. At CES, which I think is great. So here we go. Number one on the worst things, it was... Robot strippers. What? There's a little video of them. I'll just play it while I read the article. 
but it's basically a gentleman's club called Sapphire, which put on these kind oh, of- Oh, I got really I got really impressed because the girl is dressed like a robot and she was like unveiling it. And I thought, I was like, that is a very realistic robot. But no, no. the actual, look, oh my goodness. Look at that gyration. That, that's like uncanny valley. This is weird. And also they have, instead of heads, they have security cameras. Why wouldn't they have heads? <laughs> and, they, and they're really they, getting into it. They haven't even tried at all to make them look flesh-like at all. It's actually an amazing feat of engineering. I like it how in this video they just cut to the crowd to see what kind of creeps are looking at it. Oh, and they have real pole dancers in the background. Yeah, for comparison, <laughs> I guess. So there's the I one, think the real ones are doing a better job. One feat of human engineering. Uh, like imagine if that is your, like, your job, your dream... That's what you're like. How much work would go into making that? <laughs> I do a lot, a lot, a lot of work and a lot of money as well. Um, I, I love like this. that. Would be someone's whole livelihood. I love this quote in the article from Futurism.com. It says, "Unfortunately for everyone involved, these bots are less prison Zora from Blade Runner and more like a scintillating pair of gyrating fax machines." <laughs> okay, so that's number one. Whatever floats your boat. Uh, number two is a weight loss brain zapper. It's from a dubious company called Modius Health. Yeah. Because when you go to their website, so the, the whole idea is that you stick this on your head and it's meant to send electrical signals to your hypothalamus. Yeah. I'm probably not saying that right, but that's meant to be the part of your brain that makes you want to eat. Oh. So if they, <laughs> I guess, electrocute <laughs> it, then you want to eat less. But, like, humans are made, like, very comp- complexly and everything. No, nah, just shoot 12 <laughs> volts into it and you're fine. Oh. Um, so the company's website has a science section uh, where it touts the results of a study. And the study <laughs> was conducted to 15 people over 16 weeks, which oh. is n- not very scientific. It's like, it's like, all, it's. All, but all weight loss things are like that, aren't they? Like, I'll put these pads on your feet and as you sleep, all of your toxins will go. Or wrap this thing around your stomach and it's a sauna and it'll make all your belly fat go away. Or we'll freeze your belly. Like, nothing, nothing is in science when it comes to weight loss. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so now this is number three. I want to show you a video of which I'll link to. Okay. Um, I want you to describe... I, I re- personally, I hope you'll link to all of these videos. <laughs> I'll, li- I'll link to the whole article and then you can see all okay. these five things. Um, um, especially the robot <laughs> yeah. strippers. Um, okay, so I'm going to press play. I want you to describe what you see and then try and guess what you're seeing. Okay. Well, oh, okay, I'm seeing... Oh, hello. Oh, that's a bit of a hint. Nope, it's... Oh, an artgasm. So it's... Is it meant... Is it... <laughs> well, it's telling me what it is. Yeah, so basically what you're <laughs> seeing there is... Um, Imagine a vibrator, if you will, that okay. has a uh, Bluetooth in it or something that can connect to a smartphone. Yeah. All your movements are recorded and then turned into an art piece. Okay. I feel like the music they chose was an odd choice. <laughs> like, it wasn't very sexy music. It was very techno, wasn't it? Yeah. Get off. Get off. <laughs> um, quite aggressive, if anything. Yeah. Um, but it's quite nice art. It's so fine. You know how I said this is a top five list? It's not a top five list. This is four things. This is the final thing. (laughs) Well, they did a bad... I mean, it's about bad things and they did a bad job. (laughs) The final thing is a $6,000... But hang on, just back. What do you do with the art? What do you do with it? Because it's not like a piece of art you hang on the wall. No, I guess you play it as your screensaver. You just play it whenever you feel feel like it. I don't know. And And why would you want that... 
yeah, part hey, mom, of your this life. is my orgasm. Oh, now, I understand. I think you should like freely show show, uh, show your orgasms to everyone. It's super sex positive, but <laughs> still, what's the use Are case you, here? Do you hide your orgasms from everyone? I try to, yes. Oh, okay. A select few get to see my orgasms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Finally, uh, on the worst things to come from CES is a $6,000 smart toilet. Uh-oh. So, it's made by a Japanese company. Because I already am, like, sad we don't have bidets because they seem awesome. Have you ever been to a Japan toilet? No, I've never used one. So, they have, like, seat warmers. They play music to yeah. cover the sounds. They automatically flush. So and then it's, I think, it's, is it better for the environment not using paper? Uh-huh. I mean, I guess using water. Did you hear that in 90 days, Cape Town will be out of water? They're running out. They're in 90 days. Hitting day zero is not good. That's so it's, terrifying. It's not good. And I think the the lack of a plan is what's <laughs> worrying a lot of people. Yeah. And I went on water slides in my summer holidays. Oh, Don't I feel bougie? I went skiing where they make snow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just tow an iceberg. Isn't that what we learned at primary oh. school? We'll be right. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, and it rained in Antarctica the other day? Did it? Yes. That's, that's not, real bad. That's not good. It's really, really bad. Okay. Uh, so, this $6,000 toilet. Yeah, back to the toilet. So, it's from a company called Cooler. Uh, Coca-Cola. I've heard of that company. No, Cooler. They make everything. Cooler. Um, and the name of the toilet is a you Numi. You make it any, any easier for me to understand. Cooler. <laughs> so, it's called the Numi, and it's an Alexa-capable toilet. Oh, yeah. So you can say, hey, Alexa, um, lift the toilet lid. I was in, when I was in America, there was someone who had an Alexa and I said, hey, Alexa, who is the best actor of all time? What did it say? Emma Watson. (laughs) What an odd choice. Yeah, I think a popular choice. Yeah, I guess that's probably what she goes for. (laughs) Be cool, Alexa. Anyway, um, so it's got an inbuilt sound system. You can flush it with a magic wave of the hand. So, I guess it's got a camera tracking but isn't something. That all toilets these days, they're all sort of like. A wave of the hand. Yeah. Well, no, you have to push a button, though. Oh, not in America. <laughs> this is a touch screen as well. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and But why would you want a smart connected toilet? Why would you want the internet to know about that? I would love that. I'm, well, we know because we've had a poo so that I'm like deeply interested in the digestive system and what our poos mean. But do you want to upload it to the cloud? Not to the. But if the cloud can just be like, hey. Maybe have a bit more fibre. Okay, I don't want the cloud telling me that. <laughs> the cloud can stay away from that. So there, there, they're my uh, worst five things from worst four things from CES. <laughs> hey, Matt Sarasini, that yes. was pretty amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Did you. you? Do we have time for more? Yeah, of course. Great. Okay, so I don't know if I mentioned this, but I went to NASA. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, so I wanted did. to talk a little bit about the International <laughs> Space Station. Oh, I thought you were going to reveal the coin. No, it's not <laughs> happening. Stop it. You're making I me feel so bad. I can't wait for the end of the episode. I told you exactly what it looks like. Like, why would I give away exactly what it is if I had it? Because you can't just describe someone's present. You've got to give them it. Okay, so the International oh Space God, Station. The build up to the reveal is so good right now. Uh, and what I also love about space travel is, like, how it used to be this, like, race between us and the Russians, right? Yes. And now we just, like, work together. Yeah. Well, and the, even NASA's working together with Australia, as we know now. Well, the well. whole idea was it was about a show of military strength. Yeah. Because it's like, 
look how precisely we can guide our missiles. Uh, we can get them to the moon. Look That's at my what, big boy toy. Yeah, exactly. But now we're just like, oh, we've both got <laughs> exactly. lots of uh, resources. Let's work together. Yeah. Which is great. So the International Space Station, always are running. Um, and they like to do different experiments uh, there. And one of their most recent experiments was they sent an astronaut, uh, Scott Kelly, up into space. Um, for a year. So usually they only spend about six months on like as a uh, uh, total, like that's a really long time to be up in space. But for him, they, they put him up for a year. But the thing about Scott Kelly is that he actually has a twin brother who was also an astronaut. What? So they were able to... Were they just switching them? No, no, no. <laughs> and they were able to do, do tests on both of them oh. simultaneously oh. to see the effects of space. <laughs> the control. On someone. Yeah, so he experiment. was the control and, and uh, Scott up there was, yeah. Right. So lots of really interesting things happened. <laughs> I thought it was like, we'll make the Russians think that we've managed to crack it wasn't a parent space. trap no, okay. uh, situation. I gotcha. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is like uh, something we've never been able to do before. It's just very lucky that these twins happen to be astronauts and one of them's willing to spend a year up in space. Yeah. Uh, but some cool things happened. Uh, number one, he grew two inches taller. Because oh. he doesn't have like gravity, gravity weighing on him. Oh, so that's why I need to do is go to space. But when you come back, like everything basically... Comes back Other than you What goes up Must come down I guess so His eyesight also changes So Because the fluid In our body Generally like Goes the way It's meant to In space You've got much more Fluid in your head So when you see Pictures of like uh, Astronauts Or see any of the videos Quite often they look Quite like bloated In their face Yeah Because they've got A lot more liquid yeah. Up in their it's face just, It's just nothing Pulling it down It's just hanging out Yeah it's just like Going all around So their eyes The, the liquid in their eyes Is different Wow So they say that If you uh, Need glasses Just um, go to space (laughs) well they say if you need glasses here go to space you'll be able to see but vice versa Uh, if you don't need glasses when you go up there you'll need need them them. Um, but of course when you come back down it's you go back to normal the only thing that really does change is the deterioration because being in space is basically like aging because your bone deteriorates yeah. I mentioned yeah you had to I've you already said, talked about you said that. in your field report thank you <laughs> so the main thing that's changed um, and the thing that I don't really understand is that they said they've seen thousands and thousands of genes change um, how they are turned on and turned off uh, and it happens almost immediately once an astronaut reaches space. And some of these changes stick around for days, even weeks after the astronauts return to Earth. So it's, it, it changes your genes going into space. <laughs> does it just affect you or does it affect everyone after you? No, because they said it, it comes back when you, like four days when you're back on Earth. So ah. as long as you don't have a baby in space, I guess. Space baby. I guess if you don't have a space baby, <laughs> then you'll be fine. I don't know who's um, going to have the first space baby. Probably uh, someone on the way to Mars. Yeah. Or someone at Mars. Yeah. So, yeah. Are they the, space the, the baby thing or they're Martian? The thing to Mars, you realise, it's like, it's a one-way ticket, right? Oh, well, that's what they're saying, yeah. Yeah, it's not a return. No. No, even the little robots we send there, they're just like, see ya. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your days. Um, so, some specific things that happened to their genes was Scott, I mean, I don't understand any of this, but Scott's telomeres got longer. Oh, no. And then they shrunk back to normal. Oh, thank God. So, it's like uh, the caps at the end of chromosomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got longer. Yeah, the telomeres. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and that's because shorter telomeres are usually associated yeah, with getting with older. Getting older, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it could be linked to more exercise and eating fewer calories yeah, in space. Sometimes, yeah. Um, and uh, his genes also increased and decreased levels of methylation, which, of course, you know means... Yeah, um, uh, spirits. The process of uh, genes getting turned on and off. Yeah, spirits. You're spirited. Uh, and the twins also hosted different gut bacteria. Yeah, Which, yeah. I mean, yeah, we get yeah, that. Yeah, like acidophilus, bifidus, lactobacillus, GG. Yeah, that little ad where they're like, there's a million in one capsule. Yeah, exactly. Um, and scientists are looking for what they're calling a space gene. Um, so, by sequencing the RNA in the twins' white yep. blood cells. Ribonucleic acid. Right. I actually knew that one. <laughs> you did. Researchers found more than 200,000 RNA molecules that were expressed differently between the brothers. Um, so, that's, yeah, that's inter- might be a no, space that, gene. That is interesting because like gene sequencing, there's actually, I think it's, there's only like four main parts and mm. they just go together in different orders and that's what makes us us. Yeah. And that's the genetic information that we pass on yeah. to our offspring and stuff like that. So, it's interesting that if you go into space, that changes. Yeah. A few other cool things about the International Space Station is there. Space baby. Is they're always doing uh, experiments up there right now? They're seeing if they can uh, make food up there because if we ever colonize Mars, we're going to need to make food, I guess. Yeah. Um, and they so far have been successful in making zinnias, which is the flower, and apparently they're very beautiful. <laughs> and now they're going on to food, so they're trying like lettuce and tomatoes and stuff. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Thanks for the space facts. Yeah, I thought you might appreciate some <laughs> space facts and a, a present which I have. At home. Damn it. You reached into your pocket and everything. <laughs> that was just for you. Um, do, you do you want a, one little quick one? Just yeah, a go for it. bit of feel good holiday news. Yes, please. And um, so there's this little startup called Little Ripper. Cute. And what they do is are they, they Australians? Ma- they are. They are Australians yeah, and they make life saving drones. Ooh. So the whole idea is, you know, like at the beach when you got the lifeguards and they they take a little while to get to someone in trouble. Yeah. Either on their jet skis, which are the fastest way, but then they also have the boats. And, and it's also the dangerous for them if someone's like thrashing around. Right. So this is a really good use case for drones and search and rescue is one of the kind of early adopters for this technology. Cool. So, these lifeguards were learning, they were training on how to use this this little ripper drone and then during their training or around about the same time the training was happening, someone ran over and was like, oh, we think there's someone out there in trouble. Oh, wow. So, they flew it out, two kids, 15 and 17. The way it works, this is a little ripper here. Mm -hmm. It has like a yellow backpack that it can drop uh, from a height, yeah, and then it automatically inflates when it hits the water. So oh, cool! Again, another little video that, of this course, I'll link to. Video central. So right now, it just looks like a cinematic drone shot. Yeah, at the I can start. imagine like uh, cinema music. And then it pans down and looks at the two kids. They give the drone a wave to go. Yes, we are actually in trouble. In a second, it's going to drop the yellow backpack. Wait mm-hmm. for it. There it goes. There you go, mates. Hits the water. Pool noodle. Hey! And then they grab on and hold on to that, and they can hold on to that until then the lifeguards yeah, can get out and get them. So, that's a little Australian drone. And people are like, drones, they're bad. Yeah. Looky-see! Well, that's what people think, right? A drone is only used to spy on me. Or yeah, saving thing. lives. Saving lives. And making epic shots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I exactly. mean, epic shots as in, like, camera shots. And now what they're doing next is they're putting cameras on these little rippers, looking in the water, and um, it uses computer vision to tell if it's a dolphin or a shark. Oh, if it's a shark, perfect. it's going 
got a speaker that can broadcast in multiple languages going, yeah. there's a shark nearby, get out of the water. Great. Isn't that clever? That's great, especially seeing as I'm going to Perth tomorrow. Yeah, they used in Perth, the Little Rippers. Great. Perth and Sydney. Awesome. There you go. Hey, Matt Tarasini. Yes, Sam Blicker. What do you recommend? Um, I recommend... Keeping your toilets disconnected from the internet. I think that's a, a bridge too far <laughs> or a flush too far. Uh, I recommend giving your robots sex appeal, whether it's <laughs> giving them abs they don't need or <laughs> teaching them how to pole dance. <laughs> or connecting them to the internet and then making beautiful art based on your orgasms. <laughs> I recommend uh, thinking about drones differently. I recommend if you are a twin... Or maybe do some more social experiments. What? If you're a twin, send us an email. Hello something amazing at gmail.com. Yeah, do that. Uh, but even if you're not a twin, send us an email at hello something amazing at gmail.com. Just send us an email. Just send us an email. Also, like you can always just go subscribe, give us a good old fiver yeah. for the happy new year. We'd love we love a fiver happy new year. Yeah, we do. We would love that. Alright, okay, we're out. Bye. Bye.